With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Movie Podcast of Thunder, brought to you by the Movie Podcast of Thunder. Bosh, what are you, Tony Two Times from Goodfellas? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming and being with us today. Again? Again, finally. Long wait. Long wait. I know it's been a while since we did the last one. It's been a whole week. I mean, how, <laughs> how, how can you guys handle this? As you see, pins and needles. <laughs> pins and needles. <laughs> this is Mo. With me, as always, is... They're like the worst sidekick ever. The lovable... <laughs> the, the lovable, cuddly Mr. Tarbosh. Hello, everybody. I keep calling you Mr. Tarbosh. I can't stop. I'm the my... elusive one. At this point, I can't stop myself from calling you Mr. Tarbosh. I get you call my other name, but it's like Tony Two Times. Yeah, Tony Two Times. <laughs> and let's not forget about Tank Swayze. Remember him? Hey, Tank. That was great, Tank. Wow. Ugh. So always, insightful. Always such a contributor to the show. <laughs> Seriously, go pop a perk and uh, take, take a nap. <laughs> Tonight on the uh, podcast, we have an animated episode for you. We'll be discussing our favorite trailers as we go into... <laughs> yes, they're all our favorites. All of our... Every single one of these trailers, absolute favorites. <laughs> well, they're all in a loop. These, Yeah, we just watch them <laughs> day after day, praying that more trailers can get added to this loop so that we can just continue this perpetual cycle of... The of, most vicious cycle ever. It's a really vicious cycle of trailer watching. So that's coming up in our coming attraction section. Then after that, we're going to be discussing... Because this is an animated episode, it's not... You, how can you not talk about Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli? One of the masters of the genre. One of the greatest ever. Nah, <laughs> Disney was better. <laughs> we'll be talking about Miyazaki. Then after that, we've got our uh, our first segment called Bad Animated Films. We got a doozy for ya. you. Want to, you want to tell the people what we're going to be watching? D-E-L-G-O. That spells Delgo. Motherfucking Delgo. <laughs> After that, we're going to give you our review of DreamWorks' How to Train Your Dragon, which I hear Bosch saw in 3D. I just saw it in 3D, and that's it. There's more to come. <laughs> and then after that, we're going to be in another new segment called, Hey, Don't I Know You? About... No, I don't. <laughs> we're going to be talking about Billy West, legendary voice actor. And then if we've got time, or if we have any, we'll go into reader mail. Go into the mailbag. We're going to be walking out of the mailbox. <laughs> Hey, what's there? Hey, a letter! Oh my gosh! I still don't, I don't think we got any this week, but... We'll maybe, double check. Maybe we'll double check, and if not, we'll make something up. Yeah. <laughs> Should be coming by Pony Express any minute. Any minute now. <laughs> I hear the Rough Riders. They're, they're mounting up. So let's get right into it. Coming attraction. Coming attraction. 
just start. You yeah, know what? You I know it start bad and then go good. There's really only one really bad trailer. Yeah, that's pretty that good. We're gonna be talking about today. I mean, we got a good batch. All right. First up, <laughs> we got. Do we have to? Yes, Shrek Forever After. No! I've been waiting for this movie all my life. Not really, but all my life. (laughs) I have been saying for years, and I do mean years. Yes, I don't know how long Shrek's been around, but I think it's been almost a decade now, right? I don't know. We'll just say almost a decade. We'll say, we'll say a, about a decade. For sake of podcast conversation. <laughs> for, for sake of ease of transition, <laughs> <laughs> I have hated the Shrek movies since the first one. The first one was almost tolerable. Not <laughs> good, but almost tolerable. Just really, it's essentially Mike Myers doing the same voice he's been doing for literally 25 years. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> I hate Cameron Diaz. I hate Eddie Murphy playing Donkey. I hate Pinocchio. I hate oh, yeah. everything about these movies. Because they're, they're so bad. They're just like they're so they're dumbed terrible. down. The the, the only the only thing of note that the Shrek movies can take credit for is ruining Maxine Nightingale's right back where we started from. an amazing song and they have ruined it time and time again using it in their fucking movies i hate it prepare for the final chapter and hold on for the greatest shrek adventure ever i hate it all right next trailer no no <laughs> Wait, was and this just... and this la- and this newest one just looks that much worse. It's and it's a, it's in three D. Oh fuck! It's gonna you. be three D. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the last episode, you know what our opinion of three D is. And just to recap, not good. <laughs> <laughs> so. So what's happening? And actually, one? actually, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. There is one really good part about the Shrek movies, and that's making fun of Antonio Banderas doing the puss in the boots. I'm gonna Antonio Banderas. I'm gonna puss in the boots. <laughs> Because he's a pussy guy, you know. <laughs> Up next, we got Despicable Me. This movie actually looks really fun. I really love Stephen Carell as uh, Gru. I shrink the moon. I grab the moon. I sit on the toilet. What? <laughs> Funny. Which oh, such a great name. I mean, like it makes it, it does make me kind of want to do some research into that and see if uh, if that was directly inspired from the classic text-based adventure game Zork. It is pitch black. You are likely to be eaten by a group. <laughs> you should look into that. Oh, that was the nerdiest thing I'm going to say all day. But yeah, Steve Carell looks a lot of fun in it. The trailer is really great. The, uh, the voice cast is the amazing. voice cast is amazing. There is the minions. The minions yeah. look like a lot of fun. I, should, be, should be a winner. I it should be a winner for a kids movie. Should be a winner. This is this is a movie that I could see myself watching with my kids or alone. This looks like it's gonna be. I'll be alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> so lonely. <laughs> but it looks good. I give it a thumbs up, and I and I I wait with bated breath for it to come out. <laughs> and we got the next one, and we got. Oh yeah, let's 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 move on to the uh, to the Despicable Me clone that's coming out called oh, yeah. Mega Mind. Like- I make bad look so good. DreamWorks Mega Mind. 
You're kidding, right? <laughs> the same movie. It, I mean, no offense to Will Ferrell, but I mean, really, it is the same fucking movie. Because Gru is a supervillain, and then Mega Mind really is, is a supervillain. Who's, a, you know, bumbling, a, you know... Inept. Yeah, who's who's a bit of an inept fool yeah. who has who has an idiotic minion. Yeah. It, it's just, it really it's is like the same movie. Same it's fucking like, movie. No need to talk about it. Same <laughs> Let's move on to Toy, Toy Story Three. That's I feel that should be a good one for once. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I love Pixar. I love Pixar so much, except the Toy Story movies. Like I re, like one and two. I was not impressed. I really was not a fan of them. We gotta uh, give it up for them to, you know, make it. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I, what you mean, though. I appreciate the fact that that it, that they are the movies that allowed them to move on to make these amazing films that they've made since then. But as far as Toy Story is concerned, the one and two, I'm not a big fan of. I don't like the way they look. However, I will say a big however, because they've gotten mm-hmm. their shit together and they've been able to make such great movies since then. I yeah, have to, because... I have to admit that Toy Story three looks like it's going to be a really great flick. To reset your Buzz Lightyear, insert paper clip. Ah, use your finger. Ah, no. Did you fix Buzz? Itakura espacial. Uh, sort of. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Return of the Astronaut. Because, you know, look at these great movies they have under their belt. Up, Wally. The Incredibles, which. That's a great movie. The Incredibles is. My favorite animated film of all time. I have to agree. It's one of my favorite Pixar movies. Yeah. No. No. But but even more so than that, I I will always well not always if if I see a better movie I'll I'll acknowledge it. No. But (laughs) but to date, as of today, Mm -hmm. The Incredibles is my favorite animated film of all time. I should watch that very. I should watch that again like soon. Yeah. Without a doubt. I I don't think I own it, but (laughs) whatever. I thought you did. Oh yeah, I do. I think it's right up there. There it is. Finally, our last uh, coming attraction. Movie about owls. Uh, Legends of the Guardian. The Guardians of Kahul. <laughs> the, the Guardians of Kahul. Like, let's, make it, let's make the title longer. That's the title. Yeah, I think I yeah I, I I don't remember what the specific title is. I only wrote down Legends of the Guardians because I really didn't want to have to like deal with the full title. But I think it really is How about something an acronym? like, like yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lot Latka Gahul. Latka Gahul. Yeah. Sounds like a Jewish dish. Yeah, Latkas. Oh, come in. Yeah, have a schmear. What's a schmear with you? I like old Jewish men. Did I just say I like old Jewish men? Yeah, whatever. But yes, Legends of the Guardians. Legend tells of a band of noble warriors. Known as the Guardians of Gahul. Whenever trouble is at hand, seek them out. For they are sworn to protect the innocent and vanquish evil. It has a what do we say, valiant? Yeah, it looks like valiant. You know, it has, has a very valiant sort of feel about it. But I, but in the end, I think it's going to be a better movie because, frankly, Valiant didn't look worth watching. But Legends of the Guardians does. Yeah, maybe if we could differentiate the cast, it would be a different story. But in Valiant, <laughs> they all sound the same. So moving on. Master, one of the greatest in the realm of animated, of films. animated films, Miyazaki. Like, 
His track record is perfect. It, it's pretty much unblemished. I no, there's no no, there's nothing. There's no bad one. Yeah, well, some would even argue that his Lupin the Third movie was was still was still the best in that series. I've I haven't seen it. It's the, it's the Lupin the Third movie, the Castle of Cagliostro. Uh, I, <laughs> I I've never I haven't seen it. That's the only movie of his I haven't seen. And like I think I think I he's running a one. perfect five star record with me. You know, I mean, there's Nausicaa, the Valley of the Winds, Castle in the Sky. My neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Poco Rosso. That's a great one. Um, that's one of my faves. Yeah. Princess Mononoke, which is probably his most known, <laughs> except for maybe Spirited Away. That was probably the most well known. Yeah, Spirited Away is probably the most well known, which is a- another really amazing film. But yeah, How- Howl's mm-hmm. Moving Castle, yeah. and let's not forget Ponyo. Ham, <laughs> ham. It's ham. Careful, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Ponyo is, uh... That was just winner and a half. That was an amazing, an amazing little flick. And it was good to see it in the theater. Yeah. You can't see it. Video kind of diminishes it. Was that? Uh, seeing it on DVD. Yeah, maybe. I like to say video, because I don't watch DVDs. I don't watch VHS. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> you know, it's funny. I actually find myself saying VHS a lot. Oh, really? Like, instead of DVD. That's funny. Because I watch so much VHS that, like, I don't even think of DVDs half the like, time. No. It's not even thinking about Blu-ray. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't even get me started on Blu-ray. I don't even watch Blu-ray. What about HD DVD? A dead format. It is. A de- it is a dead format. <laughs> Track record's excellent. He's, Animation's amazing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Miyazaki. Yeah, Hayao Miyazaki, really one of the masters of the form. Uh, I. It's just amazes me. You know, like every time I watch one of his movies, like how he manages to evoke this depth of feeling in you know in in what are essentially static pictures and, and he has a very distinctive style he's kind of halfway between the two and you know like you know yeah. in japan animation there's really there's two styles yeah. there's the you know the super sharp edged you know like techno sci-fi like pokemon just kidding no like akira you know yeah, like, akira or ghost of yeah, the shell or like ghost of the shell and then uh, and then you've got the other side which you could put Pokemon into where it's like the Digimon. Big, yeah like the big eye yeah. wide mouth ah! hello bear is driving <laughs> <laughs> who is driving oh no bear who is, is driving? driving which is of course not from an anime at all but no. <laughs> you know but he, he his movies tend to get very weird they're very fluid I don't know what you can say. It's just beyond. Well, like the thing that's the thing that's really great about his movies is that they, is that he does a lot of stuff that could be considered, like it's all of his stuff is very child friendly, but at the same time, a lot of it is still very mature. He doesn't insult his audience. No, no, I like that. You know, and way. even and even like with what would easily be considered his most G-rated movie ever, which is Ponyo. Mm. I mean, even with that, it's still a couple of dark themes. Yeah, in exactly. It. It's still you still have to deal with her. I, I think it's her father is tracking yeah. her down. Yeah. And like, I mean. I mean, there's still there's still some death and stuff like that kind yeah. of going on. There's all sorts of weird transformations, and like there's one point where I think she's, she's where, almost... where Ponyo's turning back. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's turning back into like the fish, and she's got like these duck feet. She yeah. looks really fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> I always say it's, it's a great movie, Ponyo. It really is. Rent on VHS today. <laughs> <laughs> almost made me do a spit take. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking back. One of the wilder films in his collection is with my neighbor Totoro. I like that one. I to, I liked it, but there's a lot of like screaming children. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean that that's that, that's one of the unfortunate. Ah! Yeah. Ah! That well, get it right. There's almost always like. Yeah. 
It's like, <laughs> always it, it was really like, high oh, pitch. It's almost like 90 minutes of that. It's, it's like, always really high pitch. But I, but the thing I was saying about Totoro is how, mm-hmm. like, like the, the level of strange it goes oh, into yeah. where, you know, you've got the cat boss and, you know, <laughs> yes. weird, weird sort of organic living vehicles and, you know, and of course there's Totoro himself. It's, it's a, it's a very weird movie. <laughs> Well, it's just lucky that we will be able to see these movies. I find it very fortunate that I'm living in a time where I can watch these movies as they come out. Yeah, definitely. I wonder what his next one's going to be. I have no idea. But whatever it is, it's going to be it's awesome. Already, it's already good. It's it's already got a pass in my book based just based on his history. Even if it was horrible, it's already the best. It can look like Digimon. Can... Well, <laughs> well, you know the thing that the thing that always I always thought was really awesome about Miyazaki was that like he, a lot of his films, even amongst themselves, have very different visual styles. Like I mean, he tends to keep along the same realms. But I mean, looking at like Porco Rosso. Yeah. Which has a very classic sort of anime style, more yeah. in the vein of like Akira or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it has a French kind of style. Yeah, 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 exactly. It looks very European. because yeah, in the French... And then, you know, compa- and then compare yeah. that to like Spirited Away yep. or even Princess Mononoke where there's like a lot of like weird things with all sorts of oozing liquids yeah. coming out <laughs> of them and like big... Like our spirit, uh, like spirit, ghosts. Like like, yeah, yeah, weird like ghost stories yeah. and stuff like that. It's very surreal. I think when we saw Ponyo in the theater last year, there were no children in the theater. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was definitely a, a screening uh, of adults. <laughs> kind of yeah. like when we saw Where the Wild Things Are, that was no children. Yeah, but that's one of those ones that's sort of, or, sort of arguable whether or not there should be children there anyway. No, but, no. Uh, it was a hard PG. <laughs> Ponyo was a hard G. So it's like <laughs> Pon- well, Ponyo is a hard G. I'll, no, yeah. I'll definitely. Uh, you know, P- Ponyo is like Tupac. He was a very hard G. Yeah, yeah. What up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> I just did like the yo-yo what up sign. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to find video. Actually, I have video. Oh uh, wait, of you doing no, that? No, just, just, you know, shoot just the fingers. <laughs> uh, I set up a camera. To, to, to record us recording this podcast. Uh, kind of meta. In case, yeah, exactly. In <laughs> case uh, something interesting happens like that. And I think, I think I'm definitely going to grab that snippet of, uh, of Bosch, what he just did. He did that, you know, that thing where you like tap your chest yeah. and, you know. One love. One love. <laughs> I definitely think I'm going to throw that up on our YouTube page. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am not allowed to be seen in HD. Oh, well. No more physical comedy today. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing up on this, though, <laughs> Studio Ghibli, definitely one of the greats of, uh, of our time, and, well, and before our time. <laughs> uh, and I hope that they continue to be one of the greats, you know, for many years to come. I look forward to the totally next... Totally agree. To the, I look forward to the next Miyazaki, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll see what he comes up with. Next segment. Uh oh. <laughs> no. Going from the really great to the utterly terrible, awful, abhorrent, atrocious. Other adjectives. Bad animated films. D E L G O. E L G O. There once was a half dragon human who had a farm. D E L G O. With a Bogardus here. <laughs> Delgo there. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 get into this. Delgo this is, is the, the is probably the worst animated film I've ever seen. And it came to the movie theater. It was in theaters. Really? 
I mean, like, like this movie is so poorly animated that it actually, there are scenes where it actually looks like, <laughs> how do you describe it? It's like cell animation. It's like there's, there's. But the not ba- finished. Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's the background <laughs> and then there's like the characters are like sitting on a different plane of existence altogether, like off of the background. It looks so terrible. It's but, so poorly done. I'm amazed that it actually made it to theaters. It took like a decade to get to theaters in a way, but I think theaters were actually kind of amazed at they making it to theaters, the theaters. too. <laughs> I don't think certain theaters played it because it looked like a piece of junk. The movie cost forty million dollars to make. Imagine that, okay? You're no. you're, a co- <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a film company and you greenlight a project for forty million dollars. That's four zero. Then six zeros after that. On a check that will be cashed to animate this movie. Okay. The movie brings in a little bit over $600,000. So what's the math on that loss? Oh my God. That's an astounding loss. Just, you know, if one of you math nerds wants to write in and tell us exactly what the percentage of loss is on that, I would love to hear it. That's awful. That's, I mean, oh. it's amazing. Let's, let's get into the actual movie itself. Do you remember any of the cast? Because I really well, don't. Well, the voice cast? Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. There was fan Prince. favorite, Fanny Prince Jr. Yeah, fan, yeah, fan, fuck you, <laughs> fan favorite. Well, fan favorite Val Kilmer, also as Bogardus. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. Fa- Val Kilmer plays the only worthwhile character in the entire movie, and he's not in it for that long. He also plays a bit of a gambling addict. Yeah, like, oh, great, you know, teach children. Yeah, you know. ex- ex- exactly. <laughs> this movie's really weird. It's like, this really isn't for children. Like, there's a lot of murder and death. Yeah, there really is, and there's a lot of, like, violence. I mean, really poorly done violence, too. Like, not even good violence. And it's, like, this weird, like, story of, like, interracial love. And I mean, not that I have a problem with interracial love, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Fever? <laughs> Let's talk about more of the voice cast. We got Eric Idle slumming. Yeah, really slumming it. And then we got Anne Bancroft. She was dead before it came out. The movie killed her. The movie actually killed her because it was her last movie. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Michael Clark Duncan. You know, wow. why can't you get these people in a real live action movie that's good? Hey, you, you know who uh, You know who in the voice cast actually made sense to be in this voice cast? What was that? Uh, I believe her name is Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that she was in that. She's yeah. the love interest of Delgo. Yeah, Freddie Prince plays Delgo. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt plays his love interest, whose name I didn't bother to remember. It's like Neela or something. Whatever. I'm Delgo. I'm Kyla. Uh, <laughs> Let's not forget about Delgo's best friend. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Chris Kattan, fan favorite from SNL, plays Delgo's best friend. Forget his name. You take that back. No. Chris Kattan is not a fan favorite. <laughs> the voice acting is so horrible. Chris Kattan in yeah. particular yeah. is so obnoxious in this film that I, I mean, like, I wanted to put a, a spike through my ear. There's a, 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 a right there. Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Allegedly put a spike through his ear. I can't say he wanted to murder him. <laughs> I didn't say that. You I was going to say, I'm saying that. Oh. Yeah. All right, so Tarbosh wants to kill Chris Kattan. Allegedly. <laughs> and uh, and I, I just wanted to kill myself. <laughs> he almost did. I had to talk him down from the rope. Because I used a rope to put a spike in my ear. Well, that's it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a doubled suicide. Yes. <laughs> it's a murder-suicide. I murdered myself and then killed myself. <laughs> so, yeah, like, his character is so annoying. It's like, hey, Delgo, what's going on? He's, like, he's literally, he's like Jar Jar times a million. Yeah, you think Jar Jar's annoying? Watch Chris Kattan and Delgo. Here, listen to this. Misa thinks Ayusa's no good. That 
is not as annoying as Chris Kattan in Delgo. <laughs> I, I know. It's hard to fathom. <laughs> I'm going fi- to find a clip of a really just Chris Kattan at his worst in Delgo. And I'll, oh, I'll, I can't I'll, wait I'll to hear it. on here, yeah. Fire! Oh, that fire! The one that, that, the one the play. Yeah, oh, well, uh, that, you see, I was just, I was, there was all of a sudden, I don't know, what, I, I don't know what else. And then, I can't, what part, what, what fire are you talking about? Oh, no. Ugh. Is that anything, anything was you want there, to talk about? Was there anything redeeming about this at all? No, no. This is one of the few movies I think I've ever seen where I can actually say there was nothing redeeming about it. Like, there's no, like, cool... Po- yeah, the voice actors are somewhat okay, but... But they're phoning in their oh, performance. Oh, so phoned in. Like, they're not actually trying to develop characters. No, no, and you... Come on. I mean, it's, it's okay in a movie to have one actor who's just trying to get a paycheck. Mm. That's fine. But when half your cast is just trying to get a paycheck... Because <laughs> <sighs> like, if you hear their line readings, they're really glum and, like... It's really bad. Really not full of energy whatsoever. And we're talking about the good actors here, not like uh, Freddie Prince Jr. or Jennifer Love Hewitt, yeah. whose performances would have been shitty anyway. <laughs> At the reunion, of I know he did last summer. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you did last summer. You made Delgo. Yeah. Lost, lost like, the company a lot of money. Probably like seven summers ago. But it's like... <laughs> I know what you did when you were 14. Yeah. <laughs> you actually do. You actually followed her. Allegedly. <laughs> oh no, the court records uh, oh. <laughs> clearly state that that wasn't alleged. Oh, oh no. <laughs> expunge it! Expunge it! <laughs> hey, but they're sealed. I was under eight. So I think we should stop talking about Delgo or we have to you know, kill ourselves once again. Yeah, it's bringing back horrible memories. Well, let's just put it this way. If you really want to suffer or make somebody else suffer, or if you have children <laughs> and you want them to listen to you, <laughs> yeah, good point. The next, the next time that they act up, tell them, you know, I'm gonna sit you down. We're gonna watch Delgo. <laughs> no, no, mommy, no. no! And then because <laughs> they watched it once, and thought, oh, Delgo, like ah. <laughs> Tr- trust me, they'll they'll listen to you after that forever. They're, then they'll just stay at home. You know. What I'm for like 15 years. They won't even turn the TV on. They'll be too afraid that Delgo might be on it. Well, Delgo already haunts their dreams. Oh, yeah. It haunts. <laughs> All right. Let, let's stop talking about Delgo, please. All right. Moving on. To our review. What are we reviewing today? How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, the new one from DreamWorks. Well, it was a great movie. You know, I just saw it in 3D. It doesn't really work that well in 3D because it kind of loses focus of the movie itself. Just watching it in 3D. Yeah, there's a couple like snowflakes that look cool. That's about it. $14 down the drain. So essentially, it's the story of a young man, Hiccup, who uh, desperately wants to be a Viking like the rest of his village. You know, he goes so far as to create a uh, a machine. Right. You know, since he can't, since he can't fling, he's like a blacksmith. So it's like, yeah. He, well, he's a blacksmith's assistant. Yeah, apprentice. Yeah. yeah. Yet another movie about apprentices. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, the Jay Baruchel. Yeah, that's right. Jerry Baruchel plays Hiccup. Yeah. So he figures the only way that he can that he can win the respect of his of his village is to capture a night fury. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. A night fury. Yeah. It's been a little while for me. He saw it the other day, so yeah. he's a little I remember most of it. So he finally catches a Night Fury, if he thinks he does, and then he sees this dragon, he's just, like, kind of standing there in this abandoned pond, and then they, basically, they become, like, friends. 
they become like, buddies. It, yeah. it turns into a uh, terrible s- story of uh, hatred and, and revenge, and, revenge and, and a corruption in and, the NYPD. So it's like, <laughs> it gets weird. So it's like, <laughs> I think you're confusing this movie with Brooklyn's Finest again. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I thought it was the same movie. I, I keep telling you, Richard Gere was in Brooklyn's Finest. <laughs> Jay Baruchel is in How to Train Your Dragon. Oh! I know they're very similar actors. They look the same, so... They look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Essentially, it's a story of young man coming of age, proving himself. It's typical, but you know, you really get invested in the characters and story. And the voice acting is excellent. Superb. Yep. A lot of really great aspects of the movie. Let's see, and, J- Jonah Hill. Yep. He looks like Jack Black. His character looks like Jack Black. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we were watching the movie and we are like, is that Jack Black? Like, is that, <laughs> is that actually Jack Black doing the voice? And then we're like, oh, it's Jonah Hill. Oh, that's no, hilarious. Yeah. They probably did that on purpose and yeah. made him look like Jack Black. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's a really great movie. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's cool it's still in theaters. It just came out like a few months ago. Yeah, it's yep. been in, it's been in theaters for quite a while. I think it's a word of mouth. Like my my opinion, like in my opinion, has always been with DreamWorks that if it doesn't have the word Shrek on it, there's Ooh. a really, there's a really good possibility that it could be good. The, the movies are worth watching when it doesn't involve Shrek. <laughs> so, How to Train Your Dragon? What do you give it? Uh, well, out of five, right? So yeah, we'll say out of five. I'll say four. Yeah, that's where I'm at too. It's, it, it wasn't a perfect film. It wasn't quite up it's to close. Pixar. Yeah, it wasn't quite up to up to Pixar standards, but it was. But it was definitely worth it. Definitely, definitely a lot of fun. I would definitely say a four star. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Moving on. Next segment is where do I know that guy? Where do I know you from, sir? I hear you hear a voice, you see an actor, but mostly a voice. Yeah, in this particular case, yeah. we're talking <laughs> about an actor who you hear the voice and you say to yourself, "Who is that guy making that incredible sound?" Yeah. You know, in this particular case, we're talking about yeah. Billy West, a master, a master. Those of you in the know, yeah. Which I hate to admit is not nearly as many as it should be. I know. But those of you in the know understand who Billy West is. He is the genius behind uh, Doug. Get out, Roger. He's the genius behind Futurama, Fry, all these great characters. Good news, everyone. You must be at least this naked. How much nakeder could you be? Watch and learn. Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy. Did I do good, Ren? Yes, you did good, Stimpy. That's amazing. I think the majority of the people out there who who actually know who Billy West is know him as playing the voice of Ren and Stimpy. I don't mean that he played a voice on Ren and Stimpy. He played the voice of yeah. Ren and he Stimpy. He voiced both characters. That's amazing. You know, he this man has done has done nonstop yeah. work since 1988. Yeah. He is constantly doing voiceover work. He must live in the voiceover booth. I think he actually has a cot in there or something. He's got a cot sitting right there in the voiceover. Really, time to wake up. Yeah, okay. Okay. What's what's, what's the next day? What am I doing today? Uh, We're going to do the Baby Huey show. Okay, no problem. (laughs) That's Baby Huey show. (laughs) He's done it. But I mean, I, and then and then I think beyond that, I think most people know him from uh, from probably from Futurama. Yeah. 
But he's done some other really amazing stuff too. Like he played, uh, he was the announcer on the Weird Al show for yeah. that short-lived classic. Yeah, brief, brief time. Twelve episodes, less than twice as long as the Chevy Chase show. <laughs> but that was a good one with the Pat Sajak show. Where we're getting off topic. Off but, topic. So it's like. <laughs> So Billy West, he's one of these. He's a goofy looking dude. He's, you know, I mean, I don't, and I don't mean that as an insult. No. He's just look, look him up on IMDb right now. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I guarantee you, the first picture you're going to see of him is making some ridiculous face, it's bug eyes, with, or something. with his buggy eyes. You know, he actually kind of looks a little bit like Fry. Yeah, yeah, he like does. The, yeah, you know, he actually looks a lot like that character. <laughs> and, and Doug, he played yeah, Doug. He played Doug and Roger Klotz, bully. Yeah. I, it's it's interesting. Like a lot of voice actors have a hard time playing off of other people yep. because it's voices. He plays off of himself. I know. And not only does he play off of himself, he does it with perfect comedic timing. I know. I know. It's amazing. You, I mean, you can see him. At, you can see him at work in some like videos online. Yeah. Like it, he he's yeah he's a fascinating person to watch yeah. perform. I I do kind of wonder if he has some kind of like mental disorder or something because <laughs> he he really like seems like when he's when he's doing what he does he's like really into it yeah. he gets really crazy <laughs> oh and he also does um a little known fact about him is What's he does that? he does a larry fine impression <laughs> maybe you can and find a clip of that or something <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's and it's a dead on it's i have a message for iraq i'm warning you you chowder heads are in big trouble if you try to screw around with the u.s of da you think these stripes are impressive? You should see the ones in my underwear. Hey, Saddam Hussein, pick two. I'm warning you. George Bush says there's a line drawn in the sand. And you know what that means. It means we have a knucklehead for a president. <laughs> That's why I'm stepping in. Your poison gas doesn't scare us. You never had to share a can of chili with Curly. You, that porcupine could really cut the cheese. You're not the only one who can take hostages. Look. If you don't stop your nonsense, I'll kill your wife. <laughs> hey, you need to shave there, Bonnie Czar. This is war. I'm warning you, it's war. <laughs> I'm warning you. I love the smell of seltzer in the morning. It's so perfect, too. Like, I, like, I'll see if I can find a clip from the Three Stooges. Let me see. That chicken soup, tenderloin steak, and coffee. Is that all? Uh-uh. Hi. But I guarantee you, you will not know the difference. No way. Yeah, he's he's an amazing actor. So he's so that's that's who we got. He's that don't I know you actor of the day, Billy West. Got Brian the new hire over here, uh, handed me a stack of papers. Well, don't forget that his throat was ripped out. Yeah, last two week, weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago, his throat was ripped out, so he can't really talk anymore. <laughs> I thought you might do your Jonah Hex impression again. <laughs> Let's not go off topic again. Gwen Durnbull. No. <laughs> No, that's actually our reader mail today. It's, oh, uh, it's Jonah Hex? Uh, doing jo what? Jo Jonah Hex wrote us a letter. He says, Dear, dear movie podcast pretender, what happened to that knife you had in your bustle? <laughs> yeah, that was I, a bustle. I told, I told him last time. I said they found it. <laughs> what, did you, what did you do with that, with that gun in your bra? <laughs> I think we do have a letter. Do we? It says, Dear movie podcast of thunder, who is Tank? Why do you choose him as being your mascot? We can ask Tank, but he might, he might not say much. He's a quiet, reserved man. We'll ask him anyway. Tank? Tank, Tank come here. 
One day he will speak. He got nothing. He always got nothing. <laughs> you want to tell the story about this, the story behind Tank? It's uh, it's pretty well, funny. A long time ago, in a faraway land, we found Tank. Long time ago, this is like a month. Okay, a month ago. Well, I'm just trying to embellish <laughs> it for more excitement. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, hyperbole. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to embellish. So a long time ago, a galaxy far, far away in Hamden, Connecticut, there was a Salvation Army. There was a great name. His name was Tank. He's only two ninety nine. <laughs> I had to buy him, and there it is. That's my great story. I know, short one. Yeah, that's you know, long. So it's actually the same story as the short one. So it's like. <laughs> Well, I can embellish on that a little bit more. It's it's funny. So these yeah, these guys find uh, Bosch and his brother find find Tank at the Salvation Army. They bring him over to my house. Didn't tell me anything about him. And we're watching movies, as we're apt to do. And I come back into uh, I come back into my room and sitting on my clock radio is this doll. Now, it took me a while to notice that he was there. Yeah, it took about, like, the whole movie. Dude, like, <laughs> it was, like, a good, like, half hour before I really noticed. I, I, you know what it was is that, I, is that I had put down my drink and sat down and hadn't, and I wasn't, my throat, my throat wasn't dry, so I didn't need to vibe any liquid. Yeah. And, yes. uh, <laughs> Very good. So, finally, my throat starts to, starts to dry up. I reach over for my cup and just sitting there <laughs> staring at me is this the creepiest looking doll ever and i literally jumped yeah he jumped out of his seat 4 feet almost hit his own ceiling <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty bad and it just scared the crap out of me i'm like this is the creepiest looking fucking doll ever <laughs> well thank you uh Jonah Hex for that question uh, 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 if you happen to see Quentin Durmbull, tell me. so what do you anything you want to plug i want to plug your mouth Wait, are you talking to me as as Quentin Turner, no, as Jonah Hex? They gave a movie coming out going straight to sci-fi, right? Who, Jonah Hex? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Does who have anything to plug? Jonah Hex? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, got a, got a new movie coming out called Jonah Hex 2, The Return of Jonah Hex. The Return of Hex. The- I put a hex on you, ha! Huh? <laughs> Jonah Hex 2, I put a spell on you. <laughs> I sing that song too, so watch the cre- end credits. <laughs> I put a spell on you. <laughs> wow, it's like like an old blues man. <laughs> because you're man. <laughs> this is all, all about Quentin Turnbull. So it's like. <laughs> Quentin Turnbull. <laughs> okay, no more Quentin Turnbull. Right, no more Jonah Hex. We need to stop making fun of Jonah Hex. Okay, maybe for next podcast. Next podcast, we make fun of him some more. Okay. <laughs> You know what? I can't believe it. We're at the end of another podcast? Yeah, we managed to finish another podcast. That's amazing. I am amazed that we actually managed to fill up... A good amount of time. Another... Filled, packed with information podcast. Yeah, it's it's like reading Rainbow. Yeah. Unlike bees, people don't store their prized possessions in honeycombs. We keep them in libraries. And if you comb the shelves for some interesting books... You'll find many to keep you buzzing. Here are some I think are honeys. <laughs> but you don't have to take my word for it. It's action-packed and filled with excitement, just <laughs> like reading Rainbow. Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> I can go twice as high. <laughs>
All right, I think we're that, that, that's enough. I think that's I think that's enough of that silliness. All right, let's let's wrap this up. Okay. All right, for the movie podcast, The Thunder. This is Mo. This is Bosch. Thank you for listening. And on behalf of Tank, good night, everybody. <laughs>